Welcome to another episode of Life's 3x5's podcast. Liz and Tim have created the ideal conversation formula for them. Everything begins with what's on a 3x5 index card. It can be anything and it can go anywhere in 30 minutes or so. If allowed, they can somehow magically become connected by a single word. And now, today's unscripted and unpredictable conversation between two longtime radio friends from a remote location with Liz Wilder and Tim Larson. I am not together. I am not together. You will be together. You will be. You know, this is one of those times. Let's get together. This is one of those times where I can say you can touch me anytime you want to during the show. Because today it's 80 and beautiful and sunshine and it's not 100 degrees. So you can touch me because it's comfortable. <laughs> but I'm not sure I want to because you're wearing that fluorescent yellow shirt. Hey, dude, I got the memo. Hey, we are dude. on the tarmac at the Chicago Rockford International Airport. And this is what they wear when they bring in planes. I'm bringing in blue sky. <laughs> I'm bringing in the blue sky passenger look. Thank you very much. You have, you, you have the passenger look. Look. I oh have my the God. passenger look. Oh my hey, God. We're at the Rockford, Rockford International Airport where they have passenger planes I, also. I get that, but we're on the cargo side. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. that's okay. We're on the cargo side. So, by the way, when I ship <laughs> I was, out at I'm the... I'm not going to say something. I was going to say something might hurt your feelings. No. Oh. So, I'm, I'm no, keeping so, my mouth shut. No, but you see, when you say you were going to say something <laughs> to hurt my feelings, it's just like hurting my feelings. <laughs> Oh, oh, Liz Wilder. I'll tell you, man. Tim you, Larson. You give, life's you, three by fives has already started. Yeah, you give you give yourself a nice day and off you go. I'm telling you. It is you. a beautiful day. It's an absolutely wonderful day. There are really just a few wispy clouds out here right now. <laughs> just wispy clouds. Or you get blue skies like my outfit. It's beautiful. Are, are we going to go back to your outfit several you know, times? it's all about this? me. Come on, it's all about me. Wow. <laughs> So I could sit over here with Kyle, our escort, and you could just do this solo. I could do the show. Yeah, let's let's see how that would go. By the you way, you hear a lot of planes and a lot of silence. I think. By the way, right behind us, and okay. we'll show you pictures. Right behind us are the cargo flights that are going in and out all day today. Uh, there are flights from Amazon, UPS, Korean Air and Atlas Air. So one of those four will be bringing and taking packages all day long. I told one of my friends, he says, what are you doing tomorrow? I says, well, I'm going to the airport. Oh, where are you where going? Are you going? Yeah, yeah, where are you going? Are you going to Florida? Are you going down to Mesa, Arizona? No, I'm going to the airport. Just what, they, what are you going to do at the airport? Are you going to go there? Like, are you an old guy and you're just going to go and people watch? And I go, no, the only one I'm going to see is Liz. He's people watching. Because, because seriously, I don't understand. And of course, I was dragging him on. I know you were. Yeah. I said, no, we're just going to go out on the tarmac and chat. And he looks at me chat. like I had three heads. I know, I right? Go, well, I wasn't lying. No, we are chatting, but people don't get it. They just don't get it. I know. It's hey, okay. I don't. I am. Okay. You know what? We need to do. I, I, we got to get this toast going. Okay. Because it's a perfect toast today. Okay. Oh, listen, listen, listen. Oh, it's a plane. There they go. Ooh, I love that sound. Anytime you want to read something that leads to me drinking, I'm in for. <laughs> so have at it. Okay. Here's our toast today for the Life's 3x5. Here's to traveling the world in search of what you need and returning home to find it. Oh, Good one, huh? Oh, wow. Perfect. How many times has that happened? Yeah, you travel the world, I, and you come back home, and there it is. Yeah, right underneath your, yeah. Wow. Uh -huh. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, I've got some uh, fun facts that Kathy Brugman has given us concerning the Chicago Rockford International Airport. Kathy okay. was a, um, a customer of mine for, I would say, easily 27 years. Awesome. Yeah, I loved, loved working with the airport people. See, I got to know her when Brian was commissioner, or airport board commissioner. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. And that was, shoot, what, 15 years ago? 12, was it really? 10, See, 12, I don't know, long, long time ago. Yeah, seems longer ago than that. That's when Bob was here. Yes. Holy yes. moly. Well, here's something that she gave me. She says, did you know that with all the concrete that has been laid over the last seven years at RFD Airport, one could build a sidewalk, a regular sidewalk, from Rockford to Columbus, Ohio. Really? Yeah, think of that. Oh, hey, I got to tell you, UPS plane is taking off. It's right behind you. It's really, really cool. wonder if it's got my package that's going to my sister. 
<laughs> it could be right in the very back. You never know. Yeah. It, actually, not to my sister, but to my sister's house. Uh, my nephew is a big Beatles fan. And over the weekend, we ended up going to a uh, antique mall, you know, because oh, yeah, my yeah, brother-in-law yeah. was in town and he loves the it antique. It is a huge plane. It's yeah. so cool. It's worldwide services, UPS. And, okay, yes. And I bought him a uh, pictorial book of the Beatles. Oh, fun. And it's about 9 by 12, and holy crap is it good. It's really neat. I mean, to the point where I may keep it. <laughs> and so, instead of sending it to him. Oh, Ooh, now you see. Oh, my God. Do you see what that plane did to us? Yep. Hang on. Oh, my God. He turns around. You can put that right against the van. Just. Yeah, just put it right, lay it up against the van. Yeah, just, well, you could do that too. Holy cow, we did not estimate that. I think that UPS plane is coming in. I don't think he's going to be taking off anymore. But wow, when he turned his tail end around, it took pretty much everything off of our table. That blew me around. That was really crazy. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, excitement. Ooh, it's like a hurricane. <laughs> I think we're back together again now. Oh, wow. in the car for now. Ooh. Wow, wow, wow. Boy, that got me hot fast. Yeah, they, <laughs> and we're in the shade underneath this uh, walkway, but still, man, when those, uh, mm -hmm. when those uh, winds come in from the uh, airplane, when they spin back around to unload, holy cow, they, they swept us off. Do you know what feet. I learned when we were doing the air show? That there's a, a term called FOD, Flying Objects Debris. And no. so I am so conscious of little itty bitty pieces of paper, little yeah. itty bitty whatever, because once that stuff can get sucked up into the air, in the, you know, the yeah. turbines or whatever yeah. they call it, it's dangerous. Yeah. So you're always and picking up stuff, always looking. So that when that stuff flew, blew away, I'm like, oh my gosh. That's well, and, and imagine how much velocity that can pick up oh, as yeah. it heads towards that other tanker truck or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That oh, that'd be bad. Big time wow. Bad. Hey, you want to guess how much cargo, weight wise, has landed at RFD? In 2021, just mm. one year, and let me give you a little bit of a hint. Okay. RFD is now the 14th largest cargo airport in the world. In the world? In the world. Dang, we're so good. So how many pounds? Pounds or tons? Pounds. Oh, gosh. How many pounds? There's no way you're going to ever guess this. No way I could even come close. But it's enough, obviously, to sort of go, whoa, whoa, really? 35 million. 35 million pounds is yeah. your guess. Is that your final guess? Why not? Because you're not going to win any money. Oh, shoot. Okay. 3.7 billion Oh, gosh. I was going to say million. Then I thought, well, maybe not. Maybe. Is that unreal? Pounds? That's pretty freaking amazing. Isn't that something? Billions. Yeah. Isn't that something? Billions. Hey, when you leave uh, Chicago Rockford International Airport, where is your destination? Where do you fly to? Is it usually like Florida or Mesa, Arizona? Where do you fly to? If I'm flying out of Rockford, yeah. normally it's Florida. It is Florida. Mm -hmm. So you go to Sanford and then you go over to Orlando because, or wherever. Well, and what's the one close to St. Um, Fort Myers? I used to go down that way and fly and fly into Fort Myers oh. towards that way because then my mom moved down in Naples. Oh. And so we were always down that direction. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Wow, so it's and a then, nice shortcut. Yeah, and then Disney was up, was close by, mm -hmm. you know, so that area. And I take it back. I did go one time to Arizona from Rockford RFD, and that was on my anniversary with my husband. And all I took with me was my <laughs> motorcycle helmet and a bag because I was wearing my leathers, wearing my jacket. And my husband what? picked me up in Phoenix at the airport on the motorcycle, and we drove 750 miles around Arizona. In, so he picked me up on a Friday. I left on a Sunday. You were dressed because you literally jumped on the motorcycle from the airport. Yes. That's that's Isn't both, that crazy? That's both I'm sure crazy. people were looking at me like, what is she doing, yeah, man? Yeah, that's crazy and both really, really cool. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Wow. All right, so I don't know where I was. Mm. Oh, no matter where you are in an airport, doesn't yes. matter. Yes. Have you ever had any kind of a uh, celebrity encounter? I actually have. I was on my way down to... Uh, San Antonio, Texas, because they have the San Antonio walkway, right? Mm -hmm. For an interview for a country station, a morning show. And I was going to go down there and interview and do an audition and type stuff. And I ran into Naomi Judd. Did you really? I did. And I was by myself, so I really didn't, you know, 
didn't have anybody to answer to. And I thought, oh, it's Naomi. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's Naomi. And, of course, everybody was getting ready to go on the airplane. And I walked over and I said, I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't be doing this to you, but I just wanted to say hello. I really like your music. And I just, it was <laughs> exciting to see you. And she says, well, hi. You know, very nice to see you. too. Where are you going? And I said, well, I'm actually on my way for an interview at a radio station. And I told her. And she says, oh, I know those people. You, they're very nice. Um, so we chatted for a few minutes. So yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. My heart's pounding. Because now you, you can know, do something for something. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I got in the plane. Didn't think anything else of it. And she, um, she gave me a little uh, bookmarker that was signed. Kay. So I got a little bookmarker from her. And that was so sweet. She didn't have to do that. Wow. But. She was in first class as I'm walking by. You know, she was the last person to come in, but I, so I was already on the plane. And we're walking out, and she's the last person to get off the plane. But as I'm walking out, because people are just going. They don't even pay attention. They're just, you're just going. You know, when you're hmm. on the you're just going. She had some people around her. Next thing I know, she says, good luck with your interview. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't get the job, obviously, but I got to s meet Naomi Judd, and I told them about my experience, so wow. I used that. That's a pretty good one. That was really cool. Wow. You remember when uh, you guys had your big uh, hoopla? I was talking to Roger Peters. Mm -hmm. We were talking about coming to the airport, and yes. Roger's an old radio buddy of ours, and he said he ran into Colonel Sanders. Get out of here, no. Mr. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, and the weird part about it is, and Roger says this, he goes, he was dressed in his whole full Kentucky uniform he was not trying to be incognito at all well he's promoting his brand well i guess i don't know but he, oh, that's that just fun. seems like an odd person he goes i cannot believe we ran into him what you about know, you did one, you ever run into anybody yeah one time i was doing a trade show where we had already shipped all of our booth and all of our items and everything out to uh, sacramento california oh wow and I was getting ready to get on the airplane to head home at LAX or somewhere. I can't remember exactly where it is. But it was before you had cell phones. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to check in with the office before I ended up getting on the airplane. You know, see if they had any questions or whatever. And all of a sudden, you know, I've got the phone in one ear and I've got this rumbling in another. Like there was a gigantic crowd oh. running to the airplane gate. Oh. Now, that wasn't the case, but that's oh. sort of what it sounded like. And I turned around, and here's this single woman, drop-dead gorgeous, dressed in leather, Whitney Houston. <gasps> and she wow. was maybe 10 paces above her entourage. The entourage was making the noise. Uh, you know, her bodyguards and the media and whoever else was trailing her. Oh, I was going to say all of her luggage. Yeah. <laughs> and here I am tied to this damn phone booth. Oh. And I... I you know, that back then you had no cell phones, no cameras, no nothing. Yeah. But I have that in my head. Yep. And holy crap, is she prettier than anything I have ever seen on TV or albums or anything else. She is holy cow. She's like the Olivia Newton-John-ish. Oh, yes. Yeah, of the, of the 80s. See, now that's what I kind of thought of Naomi Judd. I thought she's prettier in person than she is Yeah. On pictures yeah. or whatever I, same thing now you're you're not a big sports person are you no okay does i mean I, I would know who michael jordan is i know you, who you know who Dennis the biggies Rodman. are yeah, yeah but who i the wouldn't biggies. know does the name jerry west ring a bell no. to you at all kind of sort of but i don't know who he is okay so i'm at a gate and he's clearly lost and he comes up to our gate and he has a screaming royal blue suit jacket on okay. so you could you could tell that, you know, here comes a he guy. He belongs that, somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, he belongs somewhere else. And it's Jerry West. And I grew up watching him with the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay. Well, here's the nice little twist to Jerry West. You're familiar with the NBA logo. Yes. That is patterned after Jerry West. Get out of here. Really? No, yeah. So he's doing the one with the jump? That's yeah. his jump? I no, no, not the jump one. The dribble. Oh, oh the dribble You know where he's sort of dribbling off to the side? Oh, that, wow. That silhouette is is him. Is him. Yeah. Oh, no, I did not and, know that. That's and there cool. was, uh, when I went to the uh, Cooperstown Hall of Fame for baseball, the gal that was giving us the tour was talking about who the Major League Baseball logo was patterned after. That's Harmon Killebrew with the Minnesota Twins. Oh. And it's the most unlikely people, but for some reason, that's the silhouette that they used to make the uh the Major League Baseball logo. That's pretty wild. Isn't that sort of different? Yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah, there was uh, one time where, where if you ever had somebody sneak up with you in, a, in an airport, and of course, you Come know. behind you. Yeah, yeah, and you, you know, you're just sort of 
cursing and crossing. And I'm at, <laughs> I'm at 6 o'clock in the morning catching the flight from Mesa, Arizona back to Rockford. Everybody is comatose. I mean, come on, think about it. Right. And I'm sitting there, and I'm sort of half in the bag. And this guy comes up behind me as I'm sitting there, and he gets really close to my neck. And he goes, I almost gave you an A in P.E. Uh-oh. And it was my P.E. teacher from high school. Oh, my gosh. It was, it was Ed Hornback. He was out there for his sister's wedding. And sort of scared the crap out of me. <laughs> and then I turn around, and, of course, he's one of these great big burly guys. Uh-huh. So he's hitting me on the shoulder and, how you doing, buddy? And he's, he's beating the shit out of me at 6 in the morning going, hey, how are you, buddy? Boop, 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 boop. And we had the best time oh, until, we, until we had to get on the plane. I was at the Chicago airport, uh, O'Hare. We were traveling somewhere. I can't remember where. Oh, we were traveling with my two of the gals from the office and just happened to be walking to our gate and see a friend of ours, Steve Summers and his wife, Yvonne, oh. sitting down, eating some breakfast and drinking mimosas. Oh, really? Yeah, they drink right? mimosas? All the time. Really? And I've they were never taking seen a group, that. They were taking a group of listeners somewhere. Oh, very nice. And so they nice. were flying, yeah. So it was just kind of interesting, you know, the people that you see at the airports. Did you ever take a group of listeners? I did. In fact, actually here at the airport when my husband was um, the commissioner, mm-hmm. we took a group here on an inaugural flight. And then when I was in New York, we did a hooky day and took a group of listeners to New York City. Oh. And spent the day. We, we were only there from like 8 to 5 because then oh you my. turn around and come back. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. More of a promotional stunt than a vacation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 The vacation thing, yes, yeah, so I did when I was at B-103. And Jim Mackey and I took a group to Cancun. Did you Cancun, really? Mexico. Yeah, because I celebrated my birthday there. Wow, very nice. That was really fun. I took a group on the red boat. You remember the big red boat that was not. a cruise ship that went to the Bahamas? And they had a relationship with Disney before Disney had their cruise ships. Mm. Uh, we didn't do any land. We just did the cruise. But we probably had, I don't know, about 12 people. Mm-hmm. And just enjoyable as could be. And that was when I was working at WROK. Yeah, we got to do a lot of really cool things when we were at WROK. I know, hey, right? Hey, just as an outside thing, yep. the UPS hub opened up here at RFD in what year? Not that I expect you to get the answer, but it, it was sort of boggling me that it has been in existence for this long. Do you have any idea? Okay, so going to say this long, I'm going to say 92, 1992. Very good guess. 1994, 28 oh. years. Yeah. Wow. yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, Legion Air started in Rockford in 2004. Now, I honestly thought that Legion Air was longer ago than 2004. And did you know that Rockford's shortest runway is longer than Midway's longest runway. Are you kidding me? How is that possible? I don't know. That was one of the facts that they told us way back when, and I remembered that. That I just that stuck, and I'm sure that that's way. And if it's wow. not, I'll I'll tell you something else. <laughs> but I'll find out. The but that's what I remember hearing. Wow. Because they were always saying, yeah, that's why all these big planes can be diverted mm-hmm. from Chicago Midway. Chicago Hare and Midway over to Rockford in there when there's bad weather because we have a really long runway that they can use. You know, the other part to that, you remember Riley O'Neill at WROK? Yes. Him and Rick McLaughlin did the inaugural flight for Concorde. And of course, you have to have a gigantic runway in order to accommodate Concorde. And of course, it was a big media thing and, you know, woo woo, all kinds of stuff that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah. here's, here's a piece of trivia that I am astonished by. And I've got a friend, Dave Gustafson, who has been an air traffic controller either at Midway or O'Hare or here predominantly at RFD for most of his career. Okay. The air traffic control tower. Can we see it from here? Yeah, Not really. Boy. I don't know. I'm getting all turned around here. I think, is it way back there yeah, behind and, us? And the reason that you can't okay. see it very easily yeah. is because RFDs is only 58 feet tall. That. Well, right now, when they make them, they're 190 feet oh, tall. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. The um, air traffic control tower that we have here is the second oldest in the United States. Really? So I asked Kathy. I said, well, this is going to be interesting to see where the oldest one is. Is it very, very far away or is it very, very close? And the oldest one is in Peoria. Really? Well, look how tiny it is. 58 feet compared to 190. But they haven't torn it down and built another one because it... It's it, a landmark. Well, and it thing. and it it's still functional. It does what it's supposed to do for RFD. You know what? The I don't have much to compare that to because I don't really look for the 
the towers. I don't look for those. So the only thing I can compare it to is Top Gun. <laughs> so when you know when they fly by and they zoom past the tower, it would be harder to fly by yeah. fifty-eight feet high. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so yes. That's all I have to compare it to. <laughs> have so you seen the new Maverick? I have, and I love it. It's wonderful. I love it. I want to go see it on the big screen where the IMAX theater or whatever they call I it. I love the casting. I love the cinematography. I love the storyline. Even did very the, well. The story. I I love every part of it. And for me, being a motion sickness person. Man, I got into it like nobody's business. Here he comes. Here comes uh, Prime Air. Prime Air. There's Amazon. That's cool. That's cool. Those are pretty planes, too. They're gorgeous. Hey, I got a couple of shout outs. You're not going to believe this. You are not going to believe this. Okay, tell me. We have new listeners, Hannah and Leon, from North Rhine and Westphalia, Germany. Wow. Yeah. Glad you knew how to say that. Yeah. Well, you know, oh, it took good a, job. It took well, a while. welcome. I don't even know how you say How do you say welcome in Germany? Hey, how you doing? Oh, <laughs> you're so funny. Uh, Lori in San Francisco, California. Sam in Wichita, Kansas. And Helen in Seward, Alaska. Oh, wow. So those That's are the folks cool. that are on board. Well, I've got some three by fives that Have were given it. to us. This one came from Alicia. Alicia is in West Virginia. Okay. And she says, have you ever gone first class anywhere? On a plane, <laughs> on a boat, on a train, on a bus, on a hotel, etc." <laughs> I did. You did where? Oh, God. It really doesn't matter where. Well, it's, tell me about it's, your experience. It's, it's because the way it happened. Okay. So we're at the gate, and it's me and Sandy and Eric as a little four-year-old and one of our employees, Mindy, and... Haley as, as another four-year-old. Okay. And they said, you know, we have to do some rearranging of the seats. We have a first-class seat available. Oh. So me. Just one first-class yeah, seat? Yeah. Okay. So, and, and so me, I said, well, I'll take it. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> no, I was such an ass. Yeah. I mean, honest to God, think of that. And, of course, they snake-eyed me, and they looked at me like, are you <laughs> kidding me? I said, well, yeah, you don't want to split up the kids, and you guys are best friends. Come on. I'm the fifth wheel. Yeah. So the on-running thing was, after we got to our destination, wherever it was, uh -huh. the on-running joke for the entire week is, Tim, are your nuts still warm? Because they give you <laughs> warm nuts and a washcloth and everything else in first class. Yes, Mindy, my nuts are still oh warm. Oh, my God. That's too funny. So that's my first class story. Oh, and that was on an airplane. It's not too sexy. Oh, that's funny. But that's I don't, what I have happened. Never, the only time I was on an airplane first class was in the middle of the night, and I was just going to Florida, and it happened to be just because there was an extra seat available, whatever. I was by myself, and I did not get a chance to really take advantage of it because I was way too young. I was like... 18, 19, something So like you that. sat in first class, but you didn't know how to sort of milk it. I didn't know anything about it. No, yeah. maybe I was only, maybe it was 19, but I was going down to see my dad. I was nothing. I and was like, like a <sighs> two and a half hour flight. Yeah, it's nothing. In the middle of the no. night, you're sleeping. Yeah, you don't get yeah, anything. yeah, yeah. So I don't, con I don't count that no. at all. So it should have so really been New York to L.A. That, oh, yeah, oh, you would have really sweet. been. A, you know, what do you think about these international flights where you basically get like a little a, a little pod. A little I like those. Oh, my. I have seen those. Now, I didn't get to use them, but I've seen those when we flew over to Europe. And I loved it. I thought it was really cool. And I wow. thought, oh, darn, wish we would have gotten those. Wow. We just got a little more leg room, but we didn't, you know, get the pods. You know, a uh, couple of trivia things, not trivia things, but just things that I thought about when we were coming to the airport. Uh -huh. uh, an old buddy of mine, radio buddy of mine, Rob Cutter. But after he got out of radio, he flew for Ryan Airlines. And Ryan Airlines yeah. flew out of Rockford, and they transported military people. They would take off, and they would end up in Austria. Oh, and then they would fun. come back, and then they would grab another bunch, and they would head off to Germany. And there were times, you know, because you, your schedule's sort of wackadoodle and everything else. Right. He was telling me there was times where he would show up and be part of the crew, and he really wasn't 100% sure where he was headed. Oh, really? Yeah. Did he know what day it was? And well, maybe not. You know, or time? Because yeah. you get all mixed up Yeah, with that. you get all mixed up. And you've got your time changes and everything else. And they would just have like 40 or 50 people, and off they go. They get their assignment. And, you know, depending on the project or the mission or uh, the, the personnel, they may not let people know. 
as far as That's the crew because they don't want it to get out. That's true un- too. Until they stepped on board. That's so true. So very interesting stories from Rob Cutter having to do with Ryan Airlines. You know, I'll tell you what. I think stewardesses. I don't know what they call them. Stewardess airline flight attendants. Flight attendants. I guess I'm old-fashioned. I call them stewardesses. <laughs> I think they've got a fascinating job. I know it's hard. I love those little planes that just buzz by. Um, but I think they have a fascinating job. And to find out where they go and, and they get to choose their routes and that type of stuff, too, just, I just find it fascinating. But they have to know so much. Yes, they do. And really, do. that's not put to the test until all hell breaks loose. Yep. Because yep. basically, the, your average flight, if it all goes well and everything's fine, they tell you how, what to do and blah, 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 and they serve you... You know, warm nuts and, and <laughs> you know, beer and whatever. And it's all sweet and everything's fine. But, boy. Mm. Once hell broke yeah. loose. Yeah. One time we were coming back from Mexico and there were some really severe storms in the Midwest. Uh-huh. So we were flying into, I think, O'Hare Airport. The storms had already done. They had, like, tornadoes down in Nashville oh, wow. and stuff like okay. that. So they had already happened the day before but you know there's there's all that turbulence there's crap up there that's just still stirring up so here we get up there and we approach and of course the pilot says get your seatbelts on put the food trays away we're going to have some turbulence well they didn't get the food trays away quite as quick as they hoped and we ended up hitting a pocket and we dropped (gasps) a thousand feet and of course, they had just served drinks. Oh, so no. everybody ahead of us had drinks. And if you've ever had something do slow motion on you, that's what happened. And we went down a thousand feet so quickly that the liquid stayed in a stream above your cup. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And there was one lady in the bathroom. Oh God. Yeah. No seatbelts on the toilet. And she hid her head. Oh. She came out bloody. And, of course, what a mess. You yeah. can only imagine. Oh, God. And she had no warning. I mean, I don't know that she heard, hey, put the food cart away, get your seatbelts on. I don't know that she heard that in the bathroom. Oh. But she was a mess. So they had to tend to her after she got out of the bathroom. Yeah. Oh. You know, on the other side of the tarmac here, way, way, way over, that's where Camp Grant used to be. And we have talked about that when we were at Midway Village and Museum mm-hmm. Center. Mm-hmm. They're going to add on like 2,000 square feet for the Camp Grant stuff that they did. We used to have Boy Scout camps over there called Air Camp, and there would be 5,000 scouts converge on that property. Is, it, is that the bowl it is area the bowl. where they call it? The it bowl is the bowl, area? yeah. Okay. And you remember the guy that I was telling you when we were at WGN uh, that John Williams had, and he came dressed as Thomas Jefferson. Remember I told you about yes. that? Yes. Okay. That guy they hired to come and do a speech or a keynote or whatever you want to call it, as Theodore Roosevelt. Ooh. Oh my God, was he fantastic. Because Theodore Roosevelt, you know, being so much into the national parks and there was a bigger tie into nature and the Boy Scouts and stuff like that. That guy walks the walk and talks the talk. It is just fantastic. That's a passenger plane. That was a passenger plane we saw over there that was getting loaded. Was it a Legion? It didn't have anything on the tail. It had nothing, remember? That hmm. was the one that didn't have anything. No writings. Hmm. Wow, secret mission of it. Yeah, secret mission. Hey, remember when I was telling you about Kathy Rogerman being one of my top clients? Mm-hmm. Just a delight to work for. Mm-hmm. When Airborne Express brought a hub into the Rockford Airport, uh, she said, we're having a reception. We want to introduce this. We're getting a lot of people over here. We want to have something very very unique for them to go home with and so I thought about it and thought about it and thought about it and I told her I said I think that in the invitation it would be a really good idea to tell people that are coming to this reception to leave a lot of room in their car because they're going to get a pallet of goods Oh, my gosh, a pallet of goods. A pallet of goods. Now, you're thinking, you know, four feet by four feet pallet and maybe three feet high. Yeah. Yeah. No. You know the memo cubes, the paper cubes that have little pallets on them? Oh, my gosh. That's what we gave them. Okay. (laughs) I'm rolling my eyes big time on that. come on. You see how that's funny, though? Because I got you. Yeah, but you said leave room in your car. Yes. What the heck? That's what we did. And people loved it. I'm telling you. It was really fun. That was from Airborne Express. One time we did glow-in-the-dark t-shirts. 
Kind of like what you're wearing right now? The, no, no, <laughs> no. This is safety green, Liz. All right. This is sure. safety green. Oh, God. Okay. You, yeah, you're right, because you, I see them wearing safety orange, safety green down thank there. Thank you. I know. Thank you. I'm just giving you yeah, shit. Yeah, so now you're reeling back your clothing nope, criticism? I'm actually, nope, I'm, oh, nope. Oh, jeez, okay. God. Wow. I was just giving you shit today. Wow. Real, today? Anyway. Today? <laughs> wow. We ended up doing a glow-in-the-dark T-shirt that says it's a no-brainer. Flying out of Rockford is a no-brainer because you don't have to go through all the steps and right, jump through right. all the hoops and the parking Still and the don't. whole nine yards. Yeah. And so that was the one that Kathy remembers the most because we charged them up and then, of course, gave them to people. And then we doused the lights. And oh, now everybody's, and everybody's wearing everybody's them. shirt was glowing. That's so cool. Yeah. So cool. I need to drink. Well, please do because you've been talking for quite a bit here. But you've been talking about all the information from Rockford International Airport. RFD, which you can find info online at flyrfd.com. And of course, we will put information about that on our website, which is lifes3x5s.com. So, Tim, I have to ask you when you travel, is there one or two must haves that you always bring with you when you travel by plane? Yeah. Because we're at the airport. I, ha I have to have a music source. I have to so have earpods, ear ear earbuds, and some kind of a music source of some sort. And of course, now, with all the technology and the Wi-Fi's and yes, we've got it. And no, we yeah. don't. And blah blah blah. It's a fifty-fifty chance whether I'll be able to even listen to music on my phone. Yeah. Because I don't know, but the, uh, I want that to be occupied. I don't. I'm not a talk to the next person person. If we lock eyes, we know instantly whether we want to talk to each other. Mm. But typically, and no. And not sitting next to somebody like you've got three people in a row and oh. you're in the middle seat. Hell no. Oh, man, I talk all the time. Can't do it. Okay, so i got to tell you, on this last trip that I went to, went to Vegas, I sat next to a guy who was also going to a convention, different convention. He was showing me stuff on my phone. Did you know that they have little, I don't even know what you call them, clasps, where you can put your phone or iPad up? Yes. You knew that, like on the I, back seat? I learned it in the last flight. Oh, well, yeah. Like I said, I just Florida. learned it this past flight. It was interesting. And he goes, oh, yeah, you download this app and you do this over here. They don't have the screens anymore for you to see no. stuff. It's all through your phone. No. And they've got chargers on the seat now. So bring your phone charger with you whenever you fly because yeah. you might need it because you're using all your phone yeah. stuff. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. I said it was cool. But I do talk to people left and right. And I talk to the people in front of me and behind me, especially if there's a little kid kicking you. So what's your percentage of people that have actually been interesting compared to the ones that are just completely I learned something from everybody that, I, that I'm there with. Well, yeah, but some can just wear the crap right out of you. And other people are very interesting. But what's your percentage? Uh, probably 90%. 90% good? Yeah. I, I wow. tell you what, I see. I get a lot of fun people. Good for me. you. I get a lot of fun people. You're and then if I'm tired, I just close my eyes and go to sleep. And say, I love you. I would like to talk to you more, but I'm really tired. <laughs> so I'm going to go to sleep. Love and then you. I wake up again. You know, no big deal. Love you. Love you. See ya. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 Hope I don't snore. Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> I do have to tell you that the one thing that I take that I have learned in my travels is to bring a pair of socks. Hmm. My feet get cold in the airplane. Oh, not a sweaty, got to change socks. Mm -mm, socks. My feet really? get cold. So it might just be a little pair of shorties or, you know. I mean, are you. Are my you, feet get cold. Are you leaving with sandals and you're going to Finland? I mean, that kind of thing. Oh, no, 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 no. No. No, but like if I have if I have a pair of sandals on, I'll bring a pair of socks in my purse. So here we are at 85 degrees today on a but tarmac. But it's not are 85 you, degrees in the plane. No, I understand. But are, your, but are your toes cold now? No, they're fine okay. now. But, Just I mean, go. when you're in the plane and it's flying, there goes a worldwide services one, UPS. <laughs> when you're flying, it gets cold. You know, they're pumping that air. And it affects your feet. It affects my feet. My feet okay. get cold. Okay. All right. All they right. used to give you blankets and stuff, too. Now you have to bring your own. I usually bring stuff to write. Not necessarily to read, because I, I just I crash and burn when I try to read. But I, I constantly write things. Well, I work on projects. You are a writer. You are an author. I read, and I talk, and I watch people, and I watch things. I don't write. Yeah, we're, we're opposites. I, yeah, you can tell. We're I, opposites. Oh, oh. You remember the song, Opposites Attract? There's a song. Do you remember that by uh -uh. Paula Abdul? Opposites. Oh, yeah. With the cartoon. Do you remember that? I do now. When you I, say Paula Abdul. Yeah, I, have I do. A, I have a story about Paula Abdul today. You're oh, not my gonna, gosh. You're okay, not going to go believe this. Okay. We're talking about uh, coming out here to the cargo 
portion of the airport. Right. And I was talking to my brother-in-law, Bill Engstrom, who just flew back to Seattle after vacationing with Sandy and niece and nephew in New York. So they have really done the big, you know, the big fly and the big, uh, uh, oh, my God, I have walked my butt more <laughs> times than I would. Yeah. So I've heard those stories. Well, so I told him, I says, what is the weirdest thing that you've either shipped or oh. the most unique person that you have shipped to and without hesitation mm. he said paula abdul he said paula, he ships something to paula yeah he wow. says a buddy of his that he was uh fishing with remember the deadliest catch he was a crabber for 30 years yes i remember that show. this buddy met paula abdul in vegas she was doing a show there i don't right. know how he met her i don't know how the deal was but anyway they got to talking and this buddy of his promised her a box of crab from alaska wow so she says well I'm going to hold you to this. Here's my address in Hollywood. Once I get back to California, I am going to expect a box of crab on my front porch. Now, this is after she was a cheerleader at the uh, L.A. Lakers. Now, was she really a big star by then? Yes, this is oh when Opposites Attract was on. Yeah, yes, okay, yes, okay, yes, yeah. yes. So the buddy, of course, had no idea on how to get it and how to get it there. You know, he was just a big blowhard. He was just a big talker. <laughs> So he calls up Bill and he goes, you got to help me. Oh, my God, you got to help me. You got to help me. I'll pay you anything. Get a box of crabs. Here's the address. Boy, and, he, and he goes, Paul Abdul. Well, Bill thought he was jacking with him. Oh. He goes, come on. This is, this is not Paul Abdul. You're sending this to an ex-girlfriend and you're trying to snag me in on this whole episode. And he goes, no, seriously. I met her in Vegas. And sure enough, he sent a thing of crabs to uh, Paul did, Abdul. Did, she get a, did he get a thank you note back from her? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't how know. fun. Yeah. There was another thing that he shipped. They did a sort of a, a whirlwind tour. They started off in Seattle. They went down to Los Angeles and Dallas and then back up to the Chicago area. And when they were in Dallas in the Texas area, this, is, this sounds so disgusting, but this oh, is God. what he told me. They found two Texas horned toads. You know, they're like lizards. They're not... Like you okay, would think so they're not a toad. toads. They're, okay. Yeah. I, I would so they're no used idea. to being without no food. They're used to being okay. without water. This is 1976 now. Oh God. They duct taped the paws and the tail to a piece of cardboard and they shipped in UPS these two horned toads to Rockford so they would be waiting for him when they got here. Oh, no. Now, granted, you're only Were talking... Were they still alive? Yes, of course. Oh and granted, you're only talking about maybe three days without water and food, which lizards, that's no problem for. And they patted them in the whole nine yards. And How'd they get after, them through security? I know. It's so weird. But then again, you haven't met my brother-in-law. Oh. And he had those two pets. He estimated six years. They after, were pets? Yeah, he made them pets oh for six years. God. For six years after that. You know, Sandy knows people that are in her farmer's market at Edgebrook. Part of their system in the winter is to send yeah. a load of bees out to California and let them harvest honey out there, and then they return them. Yeah, I do. I did know that they shipped bees because that's the only way you can get them here. Yeah. I did know that, but I never thought of it about a horned toad yeah, I know. lizard. So thing. what's the weirdest thing you've either received not, or you, you know, shipped? Nothing like that. Well, no, nothing Books. like Bill. You know, I really, I haven't really shipped anything like that. I, I really to, haven't shipped anything like I that. I had to ship false teeth. Oh God! <laughs> Swear to God. Now, now again, ah, it sounds mama, it mama, sounds yeah. really weird. Like I had something to do with these false teeth. You didn't. You no, just, I didn't. You were just the delivery. No, oh. I, I I got them by mistake. You know how the shippers ship things to wrong people? Yeah. So when I got these things, of course, it's a conversation piece. Like what? <laughs> so you call back the company. Here's the order number. Here's the tracking number. And they go, oh, yeah, that belongs to Ralph in Cincinnati. Okay, so you box well, it. Well, how did it get to me yeah, in well, Yeah, wrong label. New guy in the in the storage thing. So I had to ship out false teeth. Hey, quick question. Are you getting a little warm over there because you're in the sun? I am, but Why I'm okay. Why you scooch over I'm a, a little I'm bit? okay. I'm okay. This safety shirt is reflecting all the sun. I know. Ah, I know over you, here. I know. You just want to be near me because uh, now today, I do. I touch you. today you're going to want to touch me. All right, hang on, hang on. All right. All there. Right. See, yeah. now you're closer. Now I can put my arm on your shoulder and go. There Hi, go. Tim. Yeah, I mean, and you, and we can emphasize the story. <laughs> That's the way we work, folks. We do. 
We go, you're never going to believe. Or when oh, we say something what? funny, it's a knee slapper. And it's not my knee, I it's know, your I knee. I slap his knee. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah isn't that funny? <laughs> um, one of the weirdest things, again, this gets back to my brother-in-law, who is a crabber in Alaska for 30 years. He sent us a whale baleen. Do you know what a whale baleen is? No, I do not. They are about six feet long. Is it like a whale bone? No, it's inside the whale's mouth. So oh. when so when they suck in all kinds of water, and of course krill and everything else, and they push that water back out, these baleens are sort of the filtering system to hold that krill, and then of course they swallow them. So they spout out the water through their little hole and no, they no, eat no. the food. No, 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 no. You suck in all the water through your mouth, okay, along with the krill. And then you exit all that water out. Through the out. hole in the back? No, no, no. It has oh. nothing to do with that. Oh. All of it out through your mouth, and the baleen holes the krill there so they can eat it and swallow so it. So is it's like teeth? Uh, Keeps your teeth Well, away. it's sort of, yeah. It's a filtering system. Weird. Yeah. So he found one of these on the beach. How you know, big are they? Six feet long. Holy smokes. And then there's one of many in, in a whale's mouth. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. So he somehow, I don't know what service he used, but it's like, are you kidding me? Could you imagine those UPS guys go, poor what? Guy, you know what? What those is poor this? Guys that have to lift those packages, guys and girls, you know, and put the package, and especially if they're wrapped weird. Oh, yeah. You know, they're very not much wrapped so. as a square. Yeah, very much so. Wow. Have you received something from somebody, a package that. You just remember that, holy crap, I can't believe I got this from so-and-so. Do you remember that? Because you were in radio for a long time. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I received packages. Um, I know that I've gotten gifts not as a package, like dropped off to me, dropped off at the, at the station. The one that I remember being dropped off to me in Memphis was a jean jacket with the back you remember when Guns N' Roses was really big? Oh, nice the logos. Back, the whole back of the logo, or the yeah. back of the shirt was a, a jean jacket with the Guns N' Roses logo on it. And those, it had some rose, like embroidered. Yeah, on those the, were pretty. They were gorgeous. But this was like from a t-shirt or something. A Guns N' Roses t-shirt that was sewn on to the back of the jacket. I mean, it was a stunning jacket. So they did it and as a promotion for the upcoming no, record? No, that was just some listener gave it to me. You asked me about a gift. Oh. And I had that for the longest time. Wow. It was just, it was wonderful. Wow. But I, I don't remember getting anything mailed to me that was strange. You know, like, no anthrax or anything like that, thank <laughs> God. Um, but I never had anything like that, any... Any strange, crazy stuff mailed to me. I ended up getting a shipment from Dick Clark one time. Well, at the radio station? Mm-hmm. Of what? Believe it or radio, not. Of records? No, no. Oh. He owned a radio station in Riverside, California. The call letters were KPRO, KPRO. Mm. And they were the same frequency as WROK, 1440. Mm. I don't know, back in the day when I was 19 or 20 years old, I don't know if I wrote to them or what the deal was, but... I just wanted something from that radio station that had because the same he was frequency. Here. He was he was there. No, I didn't know oh, it was him. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, I got gotcha. you. No, it was just the same frequency. Okay. And all of a sudden, I ended up getting this thing. Do you remember the promotional items that they used to be? Sort of these fat holders that you would stick a Bic lighter in. Do you remember those things? I do not. I'll bring it and show it to you because I still have it. Take a picture and put it on our website also, which is lifes3x5s.com. Okay. That's yeah, a good I idea. See it. Um, so KPRO, this holder for Bic lighters. I didn't understand the promotional product. I really didn't because typically people bought Bic lighters because they were small and convenient and throw them in your pocket. Why would you want this great big other, like a, a lighter koozie? Because <laughs> it makes it fat. And I, I didn't understand that Those at all. People with fat hands or squishy. I, I it was a squishy? I no. Oh, okay. Because no. I was thinking like a stress ball. No, you know? I I need to show it to you. It's yeah. so bizarre. It's just it's so bizarre. Huh. I well, also, coming from California. Yeah. 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 Okay. I also uh, received something from George Lucas. George Lucas. I did. Was it a lightsaber? No. Oh. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Okay. What'd you get? <laughs> we did the premiere when I was in Charleston, West Virginia, in '83. We did the premiere of Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. Okay. And it benefited a children's charity. Again, it and wasn't a life lightsaber. Lightsaber. <laughs> Can't get that out there. I was going to say lifesaver, but no, it didn't. You get had that a way. real problem with that, didn't you? Lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that would have been a cool promo gift. Uh, I think it would have been funny 
if George Lucas sent me a bag of life savers yeah, no, and just said, of, close yeah. but no cigar, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not going to get what you think you got from me. Yeah, right. We were working with them back and forth, and I got something. I can't remember yeah. what it was. It was some promotional product that everybody was going to get and got it from George Lucas. That's really cool. Isn't that something? Did he sign it? Did you know it was from him? Or was it just an, a letter that said, this no, is from... No, because there was only eight of us that had oh. premieres. Oh. We had to... We had to really bid for for this premiere weekend, oh. and I worked my hind end off for that one. So we were one of only eight cities that did this particular thing. So he worked pretty tight with us. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was it was it was pretty nice. It was from um, later on. I got something from uh, was it Skywalker Studios? That's where he has sort of his ranch. Luke Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah, Skywalker Ranch, and he has a gorgeous audio and music studio up on his ranch. Oh, yeah. wow. But that was, that was after the whole Charleston thing. And the, and the biggest celebrity that I've ever said anything to was Barbara Mandrell. I told you about that. Yes, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah, I interviewed her in 1979, but then decided to touch base with her during the pandemic, and she actually responded. So really? She, yeah, so she is out there. So, you know, that's maybe... How so, old is she now? I think we talked about this. 72. Oh, she's still, still beautiful. Yeah. Hey, I have a birthday thing. You know, I'm not a birthday person, but I, I am I am literally pulling this out of my sleeve because you're the birthday girl. Okay. When's her birthday? Christmas Day. Her birthday? Barbara yeah, Mandrell? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good for you. I know there's somebody else that day that gets a little bit more top billing. Yeah, I was going to say. Mm, but. Yeah, okay. But know, good for her. Yeah, Yay. Good, yeah, good for her. Like, she had something to do okay, with it. Okay, good for her mama. Do you think? <laughs> good for her mama for birthing her. On Christmas Day. Well, it's quite the present when you really think about it. It, she, it is. She, it actually the, is. She's the oldest of the three girls. It actually is. That yeah. is. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, I have a friend of mine who's celebrating a birthday tomorrow. Dick McKinney is tomorrow. and So, he's, so he's now what do we do? What do we do? What do we him? do? Yeah, what do we do? I'm just going to tell you about no, him. Well, yeah, but what do we do? I'm going to tell you. Do we do <laughs> You're interrupting me on purpose. Okay. <laughs> and now he touches me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's you closer. Know I, you know what? Here's what I do. Here's what I do. When I do something like that, I touch her. So it keeps her from swinging at me. <laughs> because if I touch her, it keeps her arm on the table. Uh-huh. Do, you see, do you see how that works? Uh, okay. I know, I know I understand I, your motive. I, I gotcha. I, I gotcha. You I gave wait, away baby. my secret. You I know. Wait, baby. I know. I'm going to get uppercut. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so I was going to tell you a happy birthday to Dick McKinney. Dick was a trainer, a dog trainer. Um, he oh. has since retired, but he trained a number of our dogs and we took them to kenneling. But he did the shoots and he, and he was also a wonderful judge. So are you talking about basic training? You're talking, talking about, about like agility? Uh, a little of both. Okay. A little of both. Okay. So, and he teaches dogs or, or taught, again, he is retired, but he taught dogs how to pull, um, pull something behind them, you know, mow. They could mow. Pull, oh. What's the lawnmower type things? You You're know. kidding. No, no. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Um, pulling a sled, pulling, you know, it was really awesome. And our dogs loved going there. Oh, there goes Prime Air. Oh, that's pretty. That was really pretty. Did I ever tell you about the training center that I went to in Alaska for the dogs for the Iditarod? You did. You told me about it. That was really cool. That was insane. Yeah. Those well, th- he did not train quite like that. But no, he, no. Uh, yeah, the dogs I'm, respected I'm, him. I'm He's sure awesome. very few people train like yeah, this. Yeah. There's like 37 dogs, you know, and they've got their own little dog houses and everything. And as soon as these two people show up, they know they are ready to go run. Oh, wow. And they live for running. To running. Yeah. And those dogs would go absolutely apeshit. Wow. Well, you know, out of 37, you're only going to pick 12. Oh, And God. they know that. So they pick them, uh, whatever they pick them. Maybe it's a rotation thing. Whatever the deal is, I don't know. So they hook them up, they hook them up, and they have to block this ATV. We were there in the summertime, so you would normally have it with a sled right but they have an atv so they have to block the wheels of the atv because they will pull <gasps> that entire atv full of people there were eight people on that atv they will pull it if you let them because they're so excited yes and wow. they haven't hooked up all the all the dogs yet you oh. maybe have six dogs and they're trying to hook them up as quick as possible so in the 12th one or the 14th one or whatever the number of leashes are when that last one is hooked up all the other dogs completely silent they know there's nobody else to be picked. Aww. They have it down in their head so cool. And then these dogs just go absolutely gangbusters. So much so, they have to forcefully stop them. 
and uh, give them water because they'll just keep going until they drop. Wow. That's, that's how wow. they're wired. That's how they're programmed. And this little bitty dog, oh, she was dog. so sweet. She hung around us when we were eating. Is she one that you um, wanted to take home? Yeah, she was a border collie. And Aww. when they rescued her, she had like a Parkinson's disease, something like that. I don't know if it was Tourette's or something. Anyway, this dog was just a mess. And she was maybe a year and a half, so oh, she wow. wasn't a puppy. Right. And they worked her out of this, and this little border collie, this just the sweetest, I can remember her face. I'll actually pull a okay. picture up and yeah, please do. Post put it, it on, on the website. website. She does uh, avalanche rescues. <gasps> oh, how fantastic. Isn't that something? And oh, how fantastic. And when we went up to one of the ski resorts and one of the, you know, where they take you up to the mountain and you got the restaurant right, and the whole nine right, yards, right. I was going on one of these walkways afterwards, and it's the summer. Right. So I see all these really long poles. I mean, these things may be 30 feet long. Oh, and my gosh. And there may be 50 or 100 of them stacked underneath this patio. And those are the poles that they use oh, in the to winter. Check to check and see oh, if they hit anything wow. when the avalanche comes. We were surrounded, wherever this was, I can't remember the, the actual resort, uh, but we were surrounded by seven glaciers. Oh my goodness. So a lot could happen. And oh my goodness. Just a phenomenal education on how the other side of the world works. Wow. Isn't that something? Yeah. And here I have a spoiled German Shepherd Husky mix. Well, we all have spoiled have, yeah. something. Yeah, but wow, but those dogs. They, they that's work. That's fascinating. Isn't that something? I think that's fascinating. Yeah. Hey, I wonder if they would fly. They'd have to fly them somewhere, don't they? Don't yeah. you think? Yeah, they do. Uh, and I'll tell you what. Did you know that there was, Kathy told me this, speaking of animals, did you know that there is an Air Horse One? What? Airplane. You know, like Air Force One. Air Horse One. Air Horse One. Yes. I said, Kathy, you're jacking with me. She goes, no, seriously. They fly into our airport and they trailer them into Arlington Heights for the Arlington Racetrack. Oh, how cool is that? Not all of them are trailered. I mean, granted, if you're coming from Des Moines or Milwaukee, they'll trailer. But if it's coming from, let's say, Churchill Downs, they fly them in on Air Horse One. And it's a service that these owners... With these multi-million-dollar horses, that's a, it's a taxi service that oh, they that use. Oh, that is wild! Isn't well, that something? Unfortunately, Arlington Heights is no longer Arlington Heights now. I'm so bummed. Yeah. I'm so bummed. I like so going to Arlington go- Racetrack. I wonder where they would go now if they I know. Fly in and, and have you somewhere. heard anything about the Bears being part of that property yet? They talked about they it. They talked about it, but I hadn't heard anything so about it. So you go it. from horses to bears. I want horses. I want horses too. <laughs> I could care less about the bears. I'd rather have the horses. The horses are so beautiful, so is it, elegant. So, so you Just don't care about them. the bears because you're a Packer fan or because you don't care about football? Football. Yeah, I don't care about football. I could care I about it. I mean, I used it. to be the Bills just because I was there, and we would have the Bills over there all the time. Well, you know, the Bills the were station. Well, the Bills were sexy, too, when you were there. Yeah, they are. They were. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't mean literally. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Easy. There's some guys. Easy. Easy. Easy, Liz. Easy. Oh, there were some guys oh. that were pretty sexy. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> I have not followed football forever. I really haven't. No, uh-uh. I just I can't I can't even I There's can't even talk to. There's too many other things I'd rather do. Yeah, right now than I can't even talk hours. to somebody about it. I just don't know enough about it. I can get by on basketball, baseball, golf, tennis, but football is just it's I I have no clue. Yeah, I don't under, I do know the discount double check. I discount do know that du- one. What is that? Discount double check? What That's is that? That's Aaron Rodgers with State Farm. You know, discount double check as I'm doing it for you. Right uh. now. Discount double check. You know. Come on. Even I knew that one. <laughs> I thought it was a football play. Oh, my golly gee whiz. Please. Thought, how do I know? I d- I'm going to show you that. I'm going to. I'm going to. Okay. Did I not preface this yeah, conversation of I don't know anything about football? Yeah, but I figured you'd know advertising and stuff like that. That was not all advertising. Yeah. So. You know what I did do the other day? What? Uh, you know the coin and the stamp and the sports paraphernalia shop at Five Points? You know where that is? Rockford Stamp and Coin. I know of it. I don't I, know I went anything in, about it. I went in there over the winter, and sometimes I just go in just to fiddle. You know, I mean, not necessarily buy something, but I might. I ended up in the football section. Now, <laughs> this should not happen on any level. But you know what I picked up? Oh, uh, a football? I, I yeah. know. I picked up a, a sport card of Bart Starr from the Green Bay Packers. Okay. 
way back in the 60s See, and now, 70s. I don't know who that is. Bart Starr. I don't know who that is. And also Ray Nitschke. I don't know who that is. And they were only like maybe $3 a piece. And I just had the urge to have them because I know them. You know, it's sort of like Bob Greasy or Johnny Unitas. Or, I mean, I know people in football. I just don't know much about football. And so I've got these little collectors that, you know, they don't take up much space. You know how that goes. Okay, I'll write Talk that down. to somebody about Bart Starr and Ray Nitschke. Star with one R or two R's? I think two R's. No relation Bart to Ringo. Star. Oh, that was my No next relation to Ringo. Bart Starr. <laughs> I, I feel like i got to help you a little bit along here. I don't have a clue. And, and Ray Nitschke, you know how to spell Ray, Ray Nitschke? Uh, R-A-Y. Nitsch. C-H-S-K-Y. <laughs> S-K-I. Nitschke. I don't have a clue. Uh, but I'm going to look it up and see if that's the right <laughs> you, way. You've been drinking wine, haven't you? Nope, I don't know. Nitschke, Nitschke. Nope, I, hey, Nitschke. No, I'm I, thinking Nitschke could be <laughs> S-K-I or S-K-Y. It could. Or it could be Nitsch. N-I-T-C. Well, is it Nitschke or no, Nitschke? I have no clue. Oh, you're the one with the card. I, I have no clue. None. Did you not even look at the card? I did, was but I don't retain that kind of stuff. Oh. Okay. I suppose you want me to put that card on the website, too. Yeah, see? Because then that helps out everybody. Okay. See? All right. All right. Hey, hey okay. you two you two new people, Hannah and Leo <laughs> in Germany, you're going to get an education on the Green Bay Packers there, sweetheart. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See see what you know on that. Uh, yeah, because we don't know anything. I don't know anything anyway. Hey, is our flight about ready to take off? It pretty much is. <laughs> there was a flight out there earlier that was, I saw the big bus, and I saw a bunch of cars lined up, including a sheriff's car. And it was that um, unidentified plane, oh. that white plane. And that's the one that took off a little bit ago. So, so I wonder where it was, trans- who it was. Transporting <gasps> convicts? Maybe. Oh, I don't know. It's possible. We'll have right. to ask Kyle. So let me give you a pop quiz right now. Oh, gosh. Okay. Based on what you have right here either in your car or my van or whatever, based on what you have right now. If I said we could jump on a plane over there and go somewhere and do another Life's 3x5's podcast episode, where would you want to go? You had no restrictions. You go, oh, I don't have my makeup. No, it doesn't matter. All that would be taken care of. But right now, you would take off and you would let your people know once you're in the air. It'd have to be somewhere warm because I'm wearing sandals. And I don't have, uh, let me see, I would think. I would go to Santa Fe, New Mexico. You know I've never why? been to Santa Fe, New Mexico. You know why? why? Santa Fe, New Mexico is artsy fartsy. Never been there. They are very Shoot. unique. So and you're, or, th- you're or thinking in the States. I was thinking, oh, I don't know, like Cancun, Roatan. Oh. I, was thinking, oh. I was thinking out of the country. You I was said also, anywhere. I was also thinking Austin, Texas. Oh, Austin's know, fun. Music and Austin, Texas all kinds is fun. of, they're artsy fartsy too. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So if you're talking out of the country, I would have uh, Sweden. I'd have to go to Sweden. Yeah, but I'm not dressed for Sweden. Sweden's cold, isn't it? Yeah, but well, it's all taken care of. What do you mean it's all taken care of? You would you, have. You, you just said with what we have in our car. I understand. That's how wearing. you. That's how you would leave. But once we got there, all the hotels taken care of. All the parkas would be purchased. Oh. All your food. You don't so have. So in other words, it's just go wherever you want. You go. have. You have nothing to worry about. Well, I. You know I what? I don't you have, have my passport with me, so it would have to be in the states. Do you know what there would be waiting for you in your seat on the plane? A pair of socks. Okay, perfect. So let's go to Maine. <gasps> Oh. Let's go to Maine and we can have lobster. Come on. How about Kennebunkport? Let's do that. Kennebunkport, Maine. My cousin lives up there. And isn't that where the president's Kennebunkport? Yeah, George Bush. Yeah, George Bush had that. Yeah. That or Mar-a-Lago. I'd love to go to Mar-a-Lago. Are you writing all this down? Because, you know, if we write it down, it has a a chance of happening. I don't know who's going to pay for all this because I just promised that you'd have a parka and you'd have all your clothing and all that stuff and your toothpaste so yeah she's actually, actually right have my toothbrush in the car she's actually writing it down how funny <laughs> like it's gonna happen hey you never know you know if kathy listens to this she goes you know guys i can make that happen i'm going kathy really okay thank you very much she could she, she's she, magic she has made things happen over the last 27 28 years are you ready to pack it up i'm never ready to pack it up but yeah i suppose we should 
I'm getting warm. I will tell you. I'm get- and the sun keeps creeping over a little further. You're getting warm in the sun. That's why. You that's are- why. <laughs> yeah, because I, I just keep getting closer to you yeah, and closer to you why. and closer to you. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us again today. This has been fun. I'm the tarmac at the Chicago Rockford International Airport. Lots of cargo flights. And, uh, and lots you of know, little planes sometimes too sometimes when the like planes come in, plane. they blow everything off of our table. But that's okay. That's that's what it is. We we were uh, we were able to store up a lot of um, airplane and airport stories over that's the last hour. Yeah. I can't find him in my phone. <laughs> oh, I missed him. You are so weird. <laughs> I was you just trying to so take a picture. <laughs> Okay, on that I suppose I better say goodbye while Tim laughs. I'm Liz Wilder and he's Tim Larson. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Thank you for joining Liz Wilder and Tim Larson. If you'd like to offer a conversation topic suggestion or contribute to the tip jar in support of this podcast, visit lifes3x5s.com. In the meantime, watch our Facebook page for more reasons to join us at another remote location for more unscripted stories on Life's 3x5s.